You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ from my Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well. I'm in a chirpy mood. Wonder why that is as we're recording at about 10 o'clock on Sunday. I've just rushed back from that. I've still got my brace, still got my, my coronavirus bracelet on. That's how that's how hot off the press we are. Um, <laughs> hope everybody's safe and well. New to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you're made aware every time I put new content on. Today's guest is another one of our friends from across the pond. Uh, we 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 try to coordinate and synchronize our diaries for months, it seems, but we finally get here. We finally get yeah. together. It's Lena Star. How are you doing, Lena? How are you? I'm very good now that we won <laughs> that match. Because <laughs> I think we was meant to do it for the Newcastle game, but I was so depressed I had a headache, and that was it. It's funny, isn't it, how West Ham can just bring on illnesses quite often? Yeah, makes you makes you feel sick to the stomach sometimes. How are you though? How how's things with you? Oh, it's pretty good. I mean, unfortunately, I live in Los Angeles, and California is pretty bad right now. So I'm definitely still under quarantine. But all things considered, I'm I'm good. I just stay in. You know, I living in a big city means I can order everything in. So I've been fine. Yeah. yeah. Where would we live without um you know Grubhub or, or, or Uber Eats or anything like that? I, I, you know, exactly. could you? Could you imagine if we were locked down about 20 years ago with no internet as well, no Netflix? Oh, God, no. I no don't iPhones. Know <laughs> you'd have you'd have a Nokia playing Snake on your Nokias, and it would have been an absolute <laughs> you nightmare. Yeah, board games. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to go back to playing board games and talking to people. Unbelievable, isn't it? Could you imagine having a conversation, not virtually with people, but absolutely no, I mental? Can't, actually. <laughs> Oh, it's it's meant it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy, but it's, I'm thankful for it because obviously everyone can do their job, can't they? They can, so I can work. I work for the office. Don't have to go to the office anymore. I can work from home, and uh, and and it's and it's a thing. How have you been throughout the whole sort of like uh, period, pandemic period? I don't know what to call it yet, but yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I mean, I've adapted. I only work online as well, so yeah. um, 
which is a bit weird, but it's nice. It means I've learned that I can do a lot online and just remotely. And uh, believe it or not, I'm very introverted. So this is like, as a lot of people have been joking, that quarantine is pretty great for introverts, which is yeah. very true. For someone like me, I feel like I was made for this because, you know, <laughs> my favorite thing really is just working from the couch at home every day while I'm watching TV. So, yeah. you know, it's real. I'm really in my element and, um, I'm just not, I'm just trying not to get too stir crazy. That's really the only yeah. thing that's kind of driving me nuts is that every day is kind of the same and they all bleed yeah. into each other. But, you know, one day I'll be able to go back to, you know, doing little things, even just like going out to eat at a restaurant would be a nice change. Yeah, well, I know what you mean. It's only because I take the bins out, I take the I take the trash out, that I know what days are Wednesday, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's my biggest <laughs> trick outside is when I take the trash out and go downstairs and get the mail. And that's what, and I feel that sunlight, and all of a sudden I'm like, wow, God, this is what it's like to be outdoors again. <laughs> oh, not in, not aircon, because I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I lived, I lived in, you know, the states, you know, quite a bit, and obviously, yeah, uh, yeah, aircon and stuff like that. See, we're not used to having aircon in the in the UK, so when we have our two days of summer each year, and we're all sweating buckets on about, you know, 37, 38 degrees. Um, yeah, over there it's like it's it's common practice but uh yeah it must be uh, nice to feel some fresh breeze fresh uh la breeze on your face when you walk out taking the trash but yeah there well, you know what just recently there wasn't that much breeze it was like over 100 degrees every day so yeah i'm very used to air uh air conditioning um in la it's something you can't really live without because of the no. fact that it gets so hot and we had the hottest days on record recently so that's the other good thing about staying indoors there's no reason to go outside right now when it was that hot yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's good. I mean, at least you can, um, as I say, as you said, because you could order in, you can work, you can do your work from home as well online. You know, you've had to adapt to be to do that now. That's, that's brilliant. And I think it's it's opened up, you know, getting quite deep, aren't we? But it's opened up a lot of possibilities to do a lot more online and do less. You know, it, it's although the thing that worries me is if when everything sort of returns to some sort of normality, are we going to be staying online or i don't know do you know it's like it's like about that too because the fact that i've adapted to working online and i've realized i can make as much if not more money just working online from home it kind of shifted my perspective and i've almost like it more because one thing is that i travel a lot and um Mm. it means i'm away from home a lot which is kind of you know and i not that i don't mind it but it just you know sometimes it just gets kind of tiring So it is kind of nice to be home for a long period of time and realize that I can do the same thing from here. Um, It doesn't mean that I have to work every single day. That's the, the, you know, that's the only kind of downside. Um, But at the same time, like I've truly become my own boss, which is something that I've always wanted and to really be in charge of my own destiny and how much money I make. So you know, I, I know I've been thinking about that, too. When everything back, goes back to normal, will I go back to other forms of work or will I stay online? I don't, you know. Yeah. Is it, it worth up. it? You know what I mean? I mean, that's the thing now. It's like, is it worth it? It's that's the trouble, you know, because you think you're putting yourself at risk a little bit more in a, with all the, you, you know, that's the thing. Like now I was talking, you know, talking to some guy today at the stadium and we were thinking, God, are we ever going to get like 60,000 people come back? Because there'll be also people who will always, you know, I like my my mother-in-law, she won't come to the shopping centre with us. And it's like, it's, you know, that's just the shopping centre, you know, so it, it's, you know, so it's, sorry, the mall. Sorry, we're sorry, the mall. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I forgot who we were talking to. So I'm going to the mall. Um, 
I just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but it's, it's, it, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. But, you know, thankfully, you know, as long as everyone's safe and healthy, I don't care where everyone is, you know what I mean? So, uh, and as long as you're okay, Lena, we're all right. Oh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm like, I'm extremely uh, health conscious about going outside because of the fact that I have kind of a weak immune system, not to the point where I think it's a super danger, but I don't want to take a chance. So I'd no, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking the, it's just taking calculated risk, isn't it? And if, exactly, if there is a risk yeah. to take, just fuck it. If you don't have to go out, then just, you know, get Grubhub in or, or, or whatever. And you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and all so, my groceries are delivered here too. That's why I've realized that I can seriously adapt everything to be delivered home. So, <laughs> but again, that's a huge, there's a huge um, upside of living in a big city in America is that yeah. everything gets delivered home. Yeah. But then, as long as as long as the deliveries don't come when you're working as well, because you know that's, that's the only thing. Deliveries always turn up at the wrong time for me that's when true. I'm doing. Yeah. So. I know, and my work is very different from yours, so it is very. Yes. funny. But I do yeah. try to make sure I know that I'm like <laughs> I'm available, so nothing weird ever happens. <laughs> the delivery joy, yeah, has been a sight. The best. Anyway, anyway, we'll move on. Yeah. So, what we always do, and. I've only seven and a half minutes I've ordered on. That's not too fair, too bad. Is what we like to do, Lena, every time we have, every guest we have on is find out why is West Ham their club. So obviously, I see the shirt. Love, love, love the retro Matt, shirt. Wait, I'll have to show you the back. I just got this one actually made. Oh, hold on. I don't know if you can see. Sorry. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I can see. Is it? Go the other way. Yeah, is it? Did it say 69 on it, Lee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so hard to show. Like. <laughs> And I that's what I get on every single shirt, so I can wear oh, it out. Like if we, because I used to, you know, go to the local pubs here um, and watch the matches. That's one thing I do miss, actually, yes. is watching it yes. with all the Hollywood hammers. Yeah, um, yeah I always wear the shirt, so people know it's me. But I just got this one bought for me by someone, by one of my fans, and um, I oh. like the old Doc Martens shirt. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's he. It's funny. I was talking to someone the other day, and I, I, I'm really rubbish when it comes to remembering. You know, there's some people out there who know exactly what season things happened, and da 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 da, and da-da. that's not me. I remember things based on shirts. So that shirt oh, really? reminds me of Decanio. That's that you know, the feeler shirt. As that was the Decanio shirt, and it's like some other shirt might have been the Jack Collison shirt or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's Decanio shirt. So we'll see that, which is great. And obviously, we've had some of the Hollywood Hammers on already. So we've had James on. We've had James Longman on, who's a good friend oh, yeah. of the show. Yeah, Longers, good old Longers. Um, yeah, he's a lovely bloke, actually. Top top guy. He's helped me out a few times when I've been over in LA. Um, anyway, uh, so anyway, back to the question, which was, why is yeah. West Ham your club, Lena? Why are you a West Ham fan? Uh, well, it goes back to when I was studying abroad when I was in college, like two, around 2001. I have to do the math. I was about to say 2001, <laughs> but no, that was 11. Then <laughs> 2011, um, um, I was studying abroad in London, and um, I was dating a guy um who supported liverpool and we were going out to see a game and it was obviously west ham versus liverpool and i you know thought i was going to be totally disinterested and um you know he wanted me to get really psyched and going to impress me so um but instead of uh, supporting liverpool i ended up falling in love with west ham uh, because the first time i heard bubbles really that's kind of what did it for me yeah. so i kind of fell out of love with the guy and i fell in love with west ham that's kind of the way it went for me is you know i think i don't remember the 
the score. I think we lost like two one or something like that, or three. Quite one. possibly. But Quite possibly. That, you, know. That didn't, you know, that didn't discourage me at all. I just loved uh, seeing all the, you know, the West Ham supporters and seeing how passionate they were, and that kind of did it for me. I don't know, because <laughs> even yeah. if they were losing, everybody was just so spirited, and so ever since then, it's just kind of stuck with me. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was also just a kind of a vengeful thing too. I didn't, you know, I no longer yeah. like him, but I wanted to kind of, you know, um, you know, drive it home that I, you know, that <laughs> I, I, I don't want to go at me so much. I'm going to support the other team. <laughs> now that is that's commitment to the cause, lady. If anything, but yeah, that's brilliant. But no, but as you said, once you're in, you're hooked, aren't you? And that's it. And you've never, exactly. you've never, t- never looked back, have you? You've never looked back. I feel like everyone who loves West Ham feels that way. Is that you know, no matter what happens, good or bad, with the team, um, you just keep supporting them and you hold on forever. You know, every you know, there's always these you know hangers on with the other clubs. You know, who just want to support you know Man City or whatever, just because you know they're at the top of the league or I guess you know uh, Leicester now. But you know, but West Ham supporters are always you know, you know, ride or die. Well, you know, you—I mean, you look—you know—you talk about the Manchester clubs. I believe there's a small club in East London who's, who's above them now in the table. So, uh, um, yes, we are—we're above Man United and Man City. So here we go. So screw all those United glory hunters. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> oh it's mental. Um, and as you said, you know, with the—you know—obviously being over in the states, you know, obviously massive American hammers network, big all big friends of the show. And, you know, as you said, the Hollywood Hammers, you all meet up for a, for a beer and watching the game. It always surprises me. I always, you know, actually, you probably, actually, you guys probably enjoy these sort of later kickoffs now because it means you don't have to get up so early to watch a game. Yeah, I guess I, yeah, I guess that is a nice thing because it used to be uh, you have to wake up so early and the um, bars around here would have to open so early just for the game and they would hate that, you know, so yeah. you have to convince, you know, whoever is, you know, the most loyal to us or whatever to actually open before the bar supposed to be open just so we could watch the game and that would be kind of a pain. So now it's probably going to be a little bit better, but then again, I don't, you know, I haven't. Uh, experienced that since no, yeah, no, yeah, you haven't been out, so you don't know it's gonna happen, yeah, but yeah, exactly. but it could but happen, I, yeah, but that would be a nice change. Like today, it was nice to be able to watch it, you know, um, 11 o'clock as opposed to six, but it will be next weekend, it's gonna be at 4 a.m., so yeah, back to normal. Oh, yeah. But believe well, it or not, I work nights, so I don't mind. Like, my I guess I don't know if it has anything to do with my love, West Ham, but a huge majority of my fans for my work or like our, our people yeah. who are usually are overseas a lot of european people so mine i usually work through the night i usually try I to suppose, wake up yeah around like seven so. or eight so that way i can work um all the way through and then try to go to bed you know around like 10 or 11 a.m but wow. I mean, that's just how it works for me i suppose that you have to really the time difference don't you to to hit the european fan so to speak isn't yeah, it, really? i mean what am i doing like it's not like i have a set schedule or any appointment no. to go to <laughs> You haven't got a clock in, have you? Really, he's like you know, he's not gonna not got a nine to five job, really. But uh, no, but I mean that's yeah, that's a good point. And obviously, then you're up already, aren't you? Like four o'clock. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Even if, so I don't mind. even if you, I mean, even if you're working, you know, if you're working, you know, outside, you know, at, at other places in the evening, you're going to get in at late anyway, aren't you? In the or early yeah. in the morning, and so you're already you're already ready for the football. So uh, just carry on. No, I love yeah. it. No, it's absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But I know it's, it's it's lovely, and I love chatting to all the American guys because 
you know, I just think there's an, an, an extra level of fascination and fanaticism about about the foreign-based West Ham fans because you know we're you know I as I said you know I probably text you about was it about quarter to uh, in the UK about quarter past nine and I was at, I was home at yeah ten o'clock so I'm only like 45, 40 odd minutes away from the ground but for you guys you're how many thousand miles away eight hours back and stuff like that and you guys all meet up and it's just mental and I absolutely love it I love talking to the guys at American Hammers just because it's just I just find I think we take it for granted a, a bit I think to be honest like because we live so close to the ground and we feel all, I live in Essex and London area and everyone's a West Ham fan or a Tottenham fan but you know there's not a lot of you guys over there you know but you all keep together you huddle together and I love I the know. fact you could go to another state and there'll be like the Chicago Hammers or there'll be the New York yeah, guys that was a really interesting thing when we did the um the big meetup in Vegas that yes. was really fun to see yeah. all the people from all the different states get together and th the fact that there is even two different groups just in LA there's like East LA and West LA <laughs> hammer mental because LA is so huge uh that I we have our own different groups I guess yeah well I suppose it would have been funny the traffic and geographically you know it's exactly. like, you need to split the city in half otherwise you'd always be late to the game <laughs> otherwise you'd just be late to the game all the time going for LA traffic isn't it we you know it's a nightmare exactly <laughs> right okay so we, you know, we, we found out why you're a West Ham fan. Now, obviously, the other side of the the whole show is is to do your eleven, your hammers eleven. Mm -hmm. So the idea being is the only rule is you have to have, have, have been alive to have seen them play. So obviously, you, yourself and me, we can't put in Bobby Moore or, or Billy Bonds. We never saw, we weren't alive, you know. Bless them. Um, and, and so it, it's always interesting when, when we talk to different people because they come from different generations and stuff like that. So um, looking forward to this, Lena, because I know we've, we've had a little bit of back and forth, you know, a few, you know, oh, a bit, you know, worries and probably last minute changes and things like that. So I know. I'm glad that it finally worked out. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you'll probably change your mind another 20 times and then another 22. <laughs> you know, you take out, oh, we'll put Bowie in now because he scored a couple of goals today and stuff uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not that capricious, but yeah, no, you're. You're right, especially right at, talking right after a game. It's hard not to want to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I would have put Barry in my team, you know, today because I thought it was best game I've seen play for us. Anyway, anyway, so um, let's start off in goal. Who's between the sticks? Who's in goal for the for the star eleven? I have to put Fabianski. I'm very um, prejudiced though because I'm <laughs> Polish born and raised, yes, so of course I'm going to put him in there. Of course, um, you're going to. Yeah, I, I mean, plus he's amazing and a really good bargain at seven million. So, oh, he's great, a great keeper, and uh, and I, and you know, he's he's uh, we. I mean, goalkeepers we've always been okay. We've always done well for goalkeepers, bar bar a six month period last year. Um, yeah. We've always been quite good for goalkeepers. <laughs> that never happened. That was like the saddest thing ever. And I think now, um, now that he's back and he's kind of you know getting over, you know, that period of time where he was injured, he's finally kind of getting back to that same confidence level. You could kind of, you could see it today in the game, which was really, mm. which is really nice to see because I think he was, he's been playing a little hesitant um, after mm. he's been back. 
and today he really was, you know, he was running out, you know, ca- you know, catching the ball. And I just think that really shows that he's getting back to his regular form. Yeah. And then that, that obviously breeds confidence to the rest of the defence as well. So, then, like, the, yeah. you know, I mean, Balbrain, everyone was a bit, sort of, you know, but he actually played, I thought, like, played quite well today. I thought he played yeah, really well, I him and Ogbonna in the middle. Everyone was playing, was playing really well today. And I was very surprised at that. You know, even Cresswell was doing really well. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, con- I mean, considering my usual, um, my usual qualms about him that he's a bit slow, and he, you know, and he just kind of makes a lot of mistakes. Mm. That he, I think, he was really good. And I think he plays. I think he actually plays better in that sort of three at the back. You know, and he just he, he's it's less reliant on his pace. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, but no, Fabianski. I used to have a and one of my ex girlfriends used to be Polish, so up the big osh. She used to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. love a bit of big osh, but uh, right, okay. So Fabianski's in. Uh, let's go. Let's go left back then. Let's go. Who are we gonna have at the left? Oh my god! You know what's funny is that so I have a list of defenders, but I didn't yeah. even bother doing oh, left and right backs. Don't just you just Lena. You do what you want, baby. You just you just list them as you okay. want. Well, first, yeah, first defender. So I put that in my notes right right away. Is that there's no left or right backs because honestly, like ours have sucked. I mean, at least as far as, <laughs> as far as I've been watching, like yeah, yeah. And um, okay, not th- today's game notwithstanding, like if you know Mazawaku is our best left back and Johnson is our best right back right now, that kind of goes to show that we don't really yeah. have you know we, we haven't for a long time to be honest. Yeah, as we exactly. Haven't. So I mean, I'm really hoping that you know if. Um, you know, we do make some sales. We uh, hopefully get uh, a good left back um, mm. and possibly another right back. But okay, so um, the first one I put down is Agbana uh, because um, when he's confident, he's really one of the best and um, he's yeah. good with his head. Like even today, I was, you know, obviously not every single time he gets it, but when he does, he gets in position well. And that's really important as a defender. You know, mm. he knows how to be in the right place at the right time. He's good at, you know, either getting the ball away when you know or getting it into the goal when he needs to yeah. be there so no, I, definitely. I definitely rate him yeah definitely and i think in the last couple of years he's sort of particularly last year it was sort of like almost his best season for us you know he's sort of like there was i remember when balbuena came in and it was balbuena and diop were the two and ogbonna was like the understudy and yeah. and then and then and then last season balbuena was the understudy and ogbonna was like another level and and um yeah no he was brilliant today and i just think he's he's a solid player and i just i i, I really rate him i think he's a really 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 on his day he's brilliant he's absolutely yeah, brilliant and exactly. um yeah big fan okay angelo Agbonna is in lena who's next uh james collins ginger, ginger. pele so he's um i've only seen him play bald and i thought this was a really funny joke when i wrote it <laughs> but um he's so good with his head that's probably why he doesn't have hair anymore yeah. <laughs> but I really like him just because, you know, he kind of embodies like that West Ham spirit um, and that West Ham way, meaning that he just gives his all in every single game. Mm. And he just, um, you know, he really plays for the team and he always um, gives everything. He's not the most skillful, but he always gives 100% in each game. Yeah. Um, and also um, the fact that, you know, GSB kind of did him dirty and didn't have the best send off. That's, you know, that's another Thing, yeah it was and i think i just think it, yeah i mean it's it's a trouble now with, with football football is not about sentiment anymore now is it it's about money so soccer or we'll call it, we'll call it football um yeah, no, yeah, football, yeah. 
good, good. Uh, no, the sense uh, sentimentality of football is has been lost now, and um, yeah, it was a shame what happened. Um, I think. I mean, I remember he's obviously he's, he he played for us. He went to Villa and came back. And um, when he came back, he was he was bald. He had his beard, and he he just seemed a more West Ham player. He just more rugged and more like you know. He could just he would die for the cause. And you and uh, I just think he's a great great bloke, lovely guy. And as you said, he would just put his head on anything just to you know not concede a goal. And um, everyone loves that. As you said, we love we love players who who. Who have a go in it it's like you know if you're not that skillful it's not your fault you're in the team but if you don't try that's when exactly you know, that's the when West Ham... really disappointed in you, yeah. you know, especially the fans like if you're playing for a team you got to play for the team and represent totally and if you don't that's when you get found that's when people start having a go at you and that's yep. what happens right okay ginger pele is in who is next Okay, so my uh, third defender is Diop, um, Diop, especially in his first season, um, because when he has confidence, he's amazing. I mean, it's uh, yeah. I wish he was feeling better right now, but you know we're still surviving without him. Um, but he, you know, he runs really fast. He's great when he's great. So I didn't really have much more to say about that. I just he's another guy who, when he has confidence, he's amazing. Yeah, you're right, and I mean, you know, he was. I mean... You know, when I remember when when we played Man United and, and Mourinho was Man United manager, and and he said he went, you know, whoever found this bloke, he's you know Diop is he's a, he's a brilliant scout, he's a, he's a monster, and 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 if he was still, you know, I mean, he, they tried to put a quick, I mean, Spurs tried to put a cheeky bid in for him, haven't they? Um, this this transfer window, but um, uh, I just yeah, I think he's a great guy, and I just think he's he's so young as well. I think that's what people don't realize how young he is, and. You know, you look at defenders. I mean, James Collins probably really became the James Collins we knew when he was, you know, other side of 30. And he's, yeah. you know, it Diop's early 20s. He's got a lot of time to, to you know, blend in into this, into this Man, great player. But... <laughs> oh, well, that, I, I, it was my birthday on Friday. And I, I'm, I'm in the last year, my 39, 30s this year. So the countdown to the big 4-0. I know I don't, I know I don't look that old. I know. No, you don't. don't and happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> Thank you. West Ham always play really close at home, very close to my birthday, and they always. It's usually Tottenham we play, and we usually win. So, yeah. So that's uh, always yes. a good birthday gift, right? Oh, it's a great birthday gift, and, and <laughs> even better. Uh, didn't Harry Kane get sent off today? I think he got sent off yeah. after the game. Woo, happy birthday! Because three know, games. Right? I think he'll be. I think he'll be suspended for our game, but but yeah, I think so. I'm not saying. So, yeah, someone put in the comments. I'm totally wrong, but yeah, that's all good. Right? Okay, Diop's in. Agbona, Diop, Ginger Pele. Who's next? Okay, so now we're going to move on to midfield. So um, I definitely want to put Rice in. Um, I've been a big fan of him ever since, you know, he started playing because he can do it all and he's very passionate. Um, He's always on point and he's growing into being a very good captain, which I think is is very good. But, you know, I I just don't know what's going to happen in the future with him. So that's the only disappointing part, you know, is that, you know, he because obviously he really loves the game and he and I think he really does love the club. I just think he's, you know, he's young and he wants to play with his best friend right now, which is, you know, I'm sure what any young guy wants to do right now. And he feels like he's on top of the world. So, you know, you know, hopefully he stays 
you know, Rice, if you're listening on Rock Chance, please. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's it's funny because you see a lot of a lot of the fans, you know, channels and stuff when they talk about Declan Rice. I think the assumption is it, it, it's horrible to think, but it's it's when, not if, he leaves. Yeah. It's well, when after he, and, being and it, Ghana, anything can happen. You yeah, know? Like, anything can happen. Stuff for money, you know, you realise that, you know, uh, GSP is, you know, doesn't give a shit anymore and just will sell anyone for mm. money. So I, you know. Well, I we, it's, it's the thing we've always, I think we've all, we have always been, uh, you know, a, a feeder club we have been a feeder club and you know you, you look back i mean even not too far you know even before the current previous owners you know you had you know joe cole and glenn and glenn johnson and carrick and lampard and rio we had all we had like literally you know a heart like a third of the england 2010 world cup squad in our team at one point and we sold them all um yeah. and it is what it is, and we'll see. What, but again, football's different now. You know, all the kids, you know, I think no one would begrudge Mr. Rice leaving at all. No, it just. And it's horrible, it isn't it? It's horrible. It is. I just don't think that, you know, if he goes to Chelsea, I just don't think they would, you know, put him to his best use. You know, I that, agree. He's not going to be any famous legend at Chelsea like he is at West Ham. That's no. just. That's, that's he's the got, end of the story, so you're right. He's got I mean he's you know, I that's that's I totally agree. I think if he goes to Chelsea, it'll be a loss to England because I think Frank will put him at centre back and he's not a centre back. His best position is that defensive yeah, midfield. I was gonna say that too. I'm and I'm and you know, although Chelsea are sniffing after today's result at City, uh, you know, I'm not being funny, he would he would start for Man City. In that, in that Fernandinho role, uh, that, 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 I mean, that's that's the one I'm worried about more because they haven't spent. Chelsea has spent two hundred million pounds already this year, you know, in the summer. Man City haven't spent as much, you know, and, and they've got a lot of money there, so you never know. But um, I just think he's, you know, my pre. I mean, it's my head and my heart, but my my heart would be saying, you know, look at he, he's obviously learned so much from Mark Noble. And he's not silly. He's all on Twitter. He knows, you know, all this stuff. And so he knows how much the fans love Mark Noble. And my heart would say, oh, I could do that. And I could be like the next Mr. West Ham. And I could exactly. do it. Like, Please. But we know it's not because it's, it marks the exceptions, the rule, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But he's, you know, I mean, it, it, yeah, he slugged his guts out today. And, and it just shows you what a good player is when he has an off game. We re- it really stands out like a sore thumb when he has a bad game because every no, game is so good. And so, like, you know, the last game, you know, not the Arsenal game, but the Newcastle game, he was like a bit below par. Um, but because he's usually fit. so consistent. And so, when exactly. he's not, it, yeah. it, 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 you're right, it really does stand out. And it makes you go, like, even today, I was like, everyone is playing so well. It's weird to think that Rice is almost the worst player today yes. you know and that but that but that's really saying something it's not that he was playing poorly it's that everyone was playing really well yeah yeah, yeah. rice know? is always like a seven eight out of ten you know yeah always, always a save. Like, yeah and then when he plays a six you're like oh my god what's yeah going right on what's going on <laughs> not that he's having a shit game or his head's turned or he's thinking about it. no he's just he's just knackered you know the newcastle game yeah. he was knackered he played two international games in in four days or something like that. yeah but yeah no i love him i think he's great i think him i think since Suchek's come he's become a, a much better player um 
and I would same as you, just love him to I stay. I mean, it just goes to show how much you know everyone, including myself, loves him. That we want him so badly to stay, and yeah. that we rate him so highly as a player, and that we respect him, you know, as this kind of captain in training, you know, trying to follow in Noble's footsteps, but you know, yeah. not necessarily taking on that leadership role in the long run. But anyway, yeah, exactly. Anyway, Dex in. Who's next? Yeah, um, Suchek. Oh, tall. We gotta get Tommy yeah, Suchek. Yeah, that in. magnificent Czech bastard. He's so tall. He always stands <laughs> out on the pitch, and um, I don't. Know, I think he's just been playing really well. And uh, again, like some of the others I mentioned, he really knows how to use his head, and he's a box-to-box midfielder, which is great. Yeah. You know, he yeah. is. It really annoys me. I don't know if it, I don't know if it, you if it's on your commentary in the in the states on NBC or whatever. Um, they. The BT Sport one in the UK always calls him Sour Check. Oh yeah, really... no, I've heard that because I, I I watch a lot of different feeds and sometimes I'm like, what sour are they saying? What kind of name is that? Yeah, they always say Sour Check. I just uh, it's I don't check, know what it is, it? but it's like you know, and it's like you know, you, I mean, you come from a uh, sort of East Eastern European sort of it'd be it'd be Sue Check, isn't it? Even the accents make it sound like Sue Check. Yeah, but no, I'm yeah, positive it's Sue Check. I mean, granted, it's not a Polish name, but it's a but it's a Slavic name. Yeah, and I would say I would say it's Sue Check. Yeah, exactly. Sour check, idiot. Sour check just sounds like you're Americanizing it because it sounds like you're trying to say sour, you know. Yeah, there's no there's no R in it, you know. It's like sours and sour sweets. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But no, I know you mean. He's brilliant. I love him, and I love the fact he's tall. I love the fact he breaks in the box. He's always and you know we we haven't had that for a while. That sort of physical presence, sort of he's you know, but but he's not he's not just a lump. He's not just a big boy. He's like he's very very clever, intelligent player. He yeah. always breaks in, and they've got that sort of understanding now. They get the cross in, and he just runs in at the end, and could have scored a couple today. Uh, I know um, that. I mean, he's been taken away, isn't he? Jimenez scored. He reckoned his own goal instead of him. Yeah, today, but, I know uh, that was such a uh, anything to not give West Ham. You know, yeah, is what it is. Oh, no, his own goal. His own goal. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, best. No, it's that's yeah. No, don't give nothing for us. And in the first goal, it's like, oh well, it should have. Well, the free kick should have. Oh, just shut up. Just like, what a game. Can't give, give us, us anything. Some, give us credit for once, for God's sake. Yeah, we put I know, four it's points. It's so hard to get anything when you're a West Ham fan. Everything is always like, well, the other team is playing really badly. Actually, no, we're just playing really well today. Yeah, we could have scored eight easily today. I we know, have, right? If we, yeah, that's the one thing. That's the one sort of thing that's tar not tarnished but it's like in yeah we scored four but we, we could have scored a lot more and it would have been if you could you imagine if we'd put like you know six or seven but it would have been incredible but yeah yeah that would be nice you're right but still it was nice to have a clean sheet that yeah, was the best part is, you know actually seeing that clean sheet and even just getting the fourth one too and you know yeah. going up the tenth place was nice that yeah. was just, that was just you know icing on top of the cake yeah um, not but giggle. Um, the other, this has like nothing to do with Suchek, but I just thought um, it was really nice that um, his club has the sell-on clause, and they can exist for twenty years just because of that. And I thought that was just a really nice thing. Like for I don't, I don't know. I just thought it was a nice thing to mention, like just because we got him for that sixteen mil yeah. and uh, for that sell-on clause. And I think that's great because especially with how many clubs going bust and i wanted to mention that you know west ham should do that more often like a lot of clubs do it they have song clubs and i know we have that i think for Ghana, 
but we just don't do it that often. And I think yeah. it's something that we should, you know, do more often, especially because we have such promising young players in our academy. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, because I mean, it's yeah, because a lot of I mean, I've interviewed quite a few like younger players, and you're right that a lot of them don't make the grade, and 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 still they they're West Ham players, and we, you know. Yeah. Especially if we've taken so much time to train them up, and you know, it's like at least, yeah. at least get at least get something out of them, at least get a bit of bumps out of them. But yeah, yeah even, I don't. I mean, I don't know exactly how they do it. You know, uh, per, like how what percentage they can do it at, but even something yeah. small would be nice. You know, yeah. But a lot of the bigger clubs, you know, do it with almost every single player. So why not us? You know. Just yeah, you're that. right. You're right. We don't seem to put sell-on clauses into our into our sales that often now and yeah um, or even a buyback clause would be good too. buyback yeah buyback i mean that's every it always seems to be a, a, a bigger clubs you know it's like someone's gone to somewhere i don't know like like brewster is gonna go from liverpool to wherever and there'll be a buyback they can buy him back for for double the money again makes perfect sense. yeah i don't know i mean that's again that's just goes to show you know I don't know if they're just not thinking it through or what or who's making these decisions, but it's just something that, you know, not that yeah. anyone's going to listen to me and think and go like, oh, she's making a really good point. You know We're going <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to change the way the club is run, but you know, it's just something, you know, um, we need to yeah. make. No, it makes sense. Okay. Right. So we got, so we got Declan Rice, we've got Suche. Who's next? Obviously Mark Noble. Yeah. My, my captain, my captain, you know, he's my skipper for life. Um, Again, another great example of someone who's brought up in the academy and who, you know, if you cut him open, he would bleed clared and blue. Yeah. So, you know, he's just everything, you know. And it's it's great to see him still, you know, remaining on the squad, even if he's kind of, you know, his legs have kind of gone and he's not quite the player he used to be. I think it's mm -hmm. a great um, great thing that they're doing that they're just not starting him and they're letting him you know, play usually in the second half games because this way he, you know, he can just live up to his full potential still, you know, without yes. getting too exhausted. So I think yes. that's a good thing. No, totally. And he, and as you're right, he's, you know, he's he's not gonna be a not gonna be a starter every week. Um, he knows that. We know that. But as you said, he, he's one of those games who guys who just literally is. He's around and because he's a West Ham fan as well, it, it you know, it's good for us as well because it's nice yeah. to have a West Ham fan who's yeah, no, the, the club captain. Against, you know, the against the club, um, you know, and uh, against, you know, the whole yes. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's someone who really, you know, supports, you know, supports West Ham as much as, as much as the fans, like you said, and just really, you know, really cares about the club, which is very important. That's something you yeah. want in a captain and as well as just in a player. And I'll well, be very yeah. sad when he hangs up his boots and I think everyone will be right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should name the fourth unnamed stand uh, <laughs> after Mark Noble. I think he deserves as much as anybody else. He's so committed and he's He yeah. is. He is. And and I've obviously I mean I'm very fortunate in that I'm still at the games and um and when he's not picked, he sits and I can I I, I, I don't watch him, <laughs> I don't stalk him, but I know I can see where he sits. Yeah, and I wish last, I was and, there with you so I could watch too. I would do the yeah, same thing. <laughs> just, 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 just talking about Noble, Mark Noble and David Martin. Yeah, but um, 
but yeah, no, when I'm there, that Chelsea game last season after restart, um, he he watches that game and he watched the game not as a teammate but as a fan. Do you know what I mean? You could see him kicking every ball and and shat, you know, every you know, just like Wheelwood. If we were watching the game as a fan, and I was gutted, I should have recorded some of it because it was so nice to see. Because you know so much about Mark Noble, the legend, so to speak. That he's a West Ham yeah. fan, and a, but actually seeing it really hammered home just how much of a fan he is and it's like it's it's something special to have someone who's played so many games for you in, in the modern game at one club at your club who's a fan and he's the captain you know it's like it's such a West Ham thing to do and it, it's horrible to think that after he goes uh, when he retires there'll be no one there'll be ne- there'll never be someone like Mark Noble in our modern football yeah it's, it's, it's a shame but at least the right now goes. Yeah, yeah, as long as he's still there, it's all right, and and he'll be there forever. So he'll be a coach and whatnot, like all of them. Yeah, so exactly. That's what I think he should do too. Is you know, he I think he should take on a coaching role, maybe even a manager one day. You know, well maybe. I mean, you look at someone like Scott Parker, and I I, I can see a lot in Martin Noble in terms of I I could see him behaving as a manager very similar to Scott Parker. I, I see them as very two very similar people. They just look, I think they look a bit the same as well. They're the same sort of slick haircut as well. But I think, uh, I think, I think they could, I think he's, you know, he's a good blueprint in terms of what you can do. Terms, I mean, I think Scott Parker's a great guy and I think he'd be, he'd be fantastic at West Ham as a manager as well, let alone Mr. Noble as well. So uh, we're in safe hands, whatever happens, I think. But, yeah, uh, I right. Mark's in. Who's next, Alina? Um, Payette, just his free kicks alone, um, I think qualify him. Yes. Um, you know, in the beginning he didn't really click, but he did take off. Um, he just, he was just one of the best players in the world when he was with us. So based on skill, um, I think he, he makes my 11. Um, I never got to see Decanio play, but you know, that's the same kind of skill level I've heard, yeah. you know, or I've seen on replays, you know, that's kind of what we had with Payette. Um, but the main difference is, you know, since we were just talking about Noble, is that, of course, you know, Tecanio loved the club. And Payette, obviously, you know, wasn't – he is not West Ham through and through the same way. <laughs> the same way yeah. Noble and Tecanio were. So, you know, that's that's a downside of it, you know. And we all definitely thought, you know, what could have been if we hadn't been sold back to Marseille. But, you know, Payette, three kicks, you know, those things are – yeah. You know, a thing of legend. A thing of beauty, wasn't it? It really was a beautiful thing. And, and um, you know, it was, you know, when you look at it retrospectively now, um, it was crazy to think we had, like, literally one of the best players in the world, officially, you know, I think it was, like, top 15 or whatever by the Ballon d'Or, you know, playing for West Ham. It just seems such a weird thing, you know. that It never yeah. happens at West Ham. Do you know what I mean? We have the players who... Like, I mean, even Decanio, he was never a Ballon d'Or winner. He was, you know, he'd have a phenomenal, like, two or three games, and then a couple of games he'll be, yeah. And But Pyatt was just like, when he was in your team, you always thought he was going to score. And when he had, like, a free kick from about 30 yards out, you're like, right, it's going to be a goal. How? You know, it's like, physically, it's like, but and I love him. Everyone's so excited, you know, and I think we do miss that kind of, yes, you know, consistent confidence. Because once you have that kind of confidence in your team, even from just one player, I think it affects mm. everyone's playing. Um, you can kind of see that, you know, all throughout West Ham's history, especially now, you know, like I think, for instance, like today's game is going to reflect 
um, well in future games, you know, hopefully we'll keep that momentum up, you know, because yeah. all it takes really is just one or two games for us to falter or for us to get back up. That's the you know? show, yeah. That's the beauty That's the of show. football, you know, is that it's so unpredictable, you know, you never know when, you know, someone, you know, then all of a sudden we're going to win like today 4-0 or we're going to fucking lose 0-4. <laughs> so, you know. Well, it's so like, I mean, it's great. You got to think like today, you know, like, at 6.45, for example, in the UK, everyone's like, or oh, 6 p.m. when the team got announced. Oh, that's it. Well, yeah, we're I know. Lose. Everyone's like, what the Fucking fuck hell, is we're going to lose. And then just the beauty of West Ham, you just don't know which team's going to turn up. And you come out at, you know, 9, 9.30 or whatever, and everyone's buzzing. And that's it, you know, and it's like on Twitter, everyone's all the you know, all the gifts. And, and that's what I love about football. That's what I love about West Ham, because that, that could be any game in this year. Any game. It's like, you know, we're not, we know it's not, it's less likely going to be Burnley when we, when we play Sheffield United or Leeds. But like Wolves or, or Liverpool or Man United, you know the, the the games we haven't got a chance. Like the Arsenal game last week, we should have we could have easily got something there. We should have got something there, um, and that's what I love about West Ham. It's so unpredictable. That's why you have to watch every game because you don't know when we're going to yeah, turn up, and that's seriously. what I love about it. And you never know when you know, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, when something's going to happen, even at like the ninetieth minute, you know. And that's even that's, today, even today at three yeah. nil up, I was watching. It, I, yeah, was, that I was surprising, and I was, and I loved it. I love that kind of like you know, you could turn it off, but you know, you keep watching because you know, even if we were, you know, had already got it in the bag, we just got that extra. You know. You know? But then you know, it, it, even three nil up, we've like wherever you. 15 minutes to go you still have a feeling that we can throw it away and so you have to watch it knowing that we're gonna you know have a go i, I yeah, love it no i don't love even it. remember which game is but there was a game i was watching um like and a friend was uh watching um at, at her place and we were texting about it and she was like i'm turning it off this is too depressing so i think it was like we were down um two one and then all of a sudden we came back after she had turned it off to win like three to win three two and i was like this is why you can't turn it off because you never know when it's just gonna you know all, all of a sudden go the other way you never know because yeah. all of a sudden you know like so, someone like Antonio is going to score, and then within like two minutes afterwards, he'll score again. You know, and all of a sudden, yeah. it just turns the whole game around. So true, it's so true. And yeah, and with someone like Piat in the team, you'd always be assured of a goal. You know, and that, that's that's um. So what, but that's actually something I like with this team. We don't look like not scoring. We always look like we have a goal in it. He's, you know, and, as you you've been supporting West Ham for a few years now, and 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 there's there's certain times where we don't look like we can get a goal from anywhere but it always looks like we're going to can get a goal which i love to see now so we're always quite attacking so like today for example because we're day either right okay dimmy Pyatt is in there you know who is next uh anderson um specifically the one season uh, <laughs> when he was playing with really good confidence and people were just terrified of him you know and all the big clubs were looking at him and he was really just you know doing his thing you know like yeah. anderson's confidence is just unstoppable yeah so that's something you know we still see every once in a while especially if he you know if he comes in at the end of the game and we're already doing fairly well like he you can see some of that old you know uh shine inside of him where it's kind of coming back yeah. um i don't know if it's ever gonna <laughs> really <laughs> be the game again but you know 
But if I could make my entire team based on, you know, how someone played only at one period of time, that's how kind of I'm basing it on, you know. Yeah. No player is perfect, you know. No, not at all. But you're right. And and and, and there's there's glimpses, aren't there? There's glimpses of when he he does something. You're like But again, he's like he's a typical West Ham player because West Ham do glimpses of that where they're just brilliant at football and you're like why the fuck have you not done that <laughs> you know why today you know and um there's it's a i mean there's no denying there's a fantastic player there as you said it's just purely confidence isn't it he just seems yeah. a purely and um but like the game on uh the, the whole game yes last on tuesday he was him him lanzini and yaramalenko were just phenomenal as, as a three they were just beautiful like some of the best football i've seen us play for a long time um probably more you know probably around the pirate era to be honest it was a very and um you're thinking why just can't they just translate that into the first I know, team? Right? so frustrating but all right we'll put felipe in go on and you keep going Lena. who's next <laughs> uh hold on i scrolled all the way down um <laughs> oh lanzini before his knee injury he was just <laughs> phenomenal yeah. i mean uh, that sounds horrible to say but yeah it's you know. true though there's a reason why they called him the little gem, you know, because he was yeah. just—he was great, you know. And I still love watching him play. Don't get me wrong; it's just—it's very hard when you know that, you know, he used to be so good, and you know, it's not his fault he got injured. You know, it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's one of those things that happens a lot with West Ham players, isn't it? They get injured and then they just never come back the same player. Um, that's my only fear of Antonio because he's like Antonio's always one injury away from being out for six months, and and he, and, <laughs> but no, but it's true though. It's true, isn't it? It's like, I know you're and, right, and true. and he's just like for someone so built like a you know proverbial brick shit house you know he you know Antonio can gets injured quite a lot Lanzi's the same you know and he's always and then when, obviously when he's when he when he's joined us he came you know relatively unknown uh he came in that time where he brought some fantastically exciting players in and he was brilliant and you know Liverpool were looking at him and you know, all these teams were looking at him and um we didn't sell him and, and that, let's see that and that's the flip side when you don't sell someone and, and then they you know, he didn't become the. He hasn't become the player that we thought he was going to because the injuries played plagued him. But um, yeah, no, he's he's got a lovely he's got a lovely house, lovely penthouse on his Instagram. You know, lovely. Yeah, I know. I like it as Instagram <laughs> all the time too. You know, and he's got his you know hot little wife and everything. And he's got a nice yeah. dog, little dog I, as well. I follow almost every single West Ham player. They don't follow me back. So. <laughs> <laughs> their wife will probably be looking through their followers that's what I'm okay saying. I don't okay think okay that. okay yeah. <laughs> but yeah all right we'll put man we'll put lanzini in good old lanzini right who is next i've lost um, you carry on antonio antonio really, yeah Big it's fan. funny because when uh you know back when pellegrini first started you know antonio was still kind of like that lazy player and mm. he just turned into such a great such a great person to watch you know i just yeah. he's the kind of guy who like you every time he gets the ball you don't really know what he's going to do with it and that makes him very but he doesn't player. he he doesn't know either that's the yeah, thing that, exactly <laughs> so he, it just it's very exciting to watch because you never know what's going to happen in a good way like i don't think it necessarily means that you know he's ever he's going to do any good or bad thing i just think he's just very unpredictable and that's a yeah. great thing that you need on the field because it, it just adds an element of surprise so people are afraid of him you know when he's really on form um he's just you know like that game when he scored 
you know, four <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. in Norwich. Yeah, it was just great to watch. Like, it was just it really made me happy because he deserved that. You know, he's been yeah. working really hard. He's grown so much as a person. He's another person um, who I feel like um, Ryson uh, is kind of growing into representing the club a lot. And I just, I just really like playing it. And I also like his Instagram. He's a really funny guy. <laughs> so that's another reason why I would like that. No, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, that is just, that is true. He's a really funny guy. He is. And, and, but he's one of those guys, he's a confidence player, isn't he? And, and, and last season he just hit the ground running after restart and became this like beast of a player. We know, yeah, and we know it's in there. Do you know what I mean? We know. I mean, you know, he terror. I mean, the same way, like today, like Traore can just like bless him. He tried terrorizing Masuaku and Cresswell. Yeah, look, look at Masuaku. He kept up with him the whole time. He you know, did. he's the he one did. person who could really, you know, keep up with him. You know, as terrifying as Traore looks, you know, and looks like he's gonna even like, you know, hit him, you know, at like a brick wall and you know it smashed him down so Mezuaku kept up with him and that was really impressive you know yeah it was it was and I thought it's funny actually when Troyore like him and Antonio like like and he he fouled and he, he like barged Antonio off the ball yeah. and I was like he's the only person I know who could possibly do that barge yeah, Antonio yeah. off the ball bless him exactly. but no he has been good and I, I just think he's it's it's lovely to see him in this sort of this this purple patch of, of form he's got in at the moment right who we got left who we got left that was 11. That's 11, isn't it? I've yeah, lost count. Antonio's oh. the last one. Yeah, I just, and also I wanted to add that. I think Antonio is going to, you know, break the record for most goals in premiership by a West Ham player. I yeah. think he's getting up there. Yeah, I think he's yeah. like 36 or 37 goals, I think he scored now in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Mark Noble, uh, Di Canio is a... It's Decanio and Mark Noble at the top, aren't they? I think Mark Noble. It's Decanio and it's Mark Noble's one below or something like that. And yeah, he could be be our most prolific goal scorer in the Premier League. That's, that's yeah, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood. You yeah. know, I think he's. I think he's just really, you know, coming into his own, and he's and he's just becoming a great player. And I really yeah. like him. Every single game, I'm just excited to watch. Yeah, Antonio. You know, totally. and I think the one thing that you know, I'm sure a lot of people have said before. Um, is that since technically he's not really a forward, they're just calling him that. You know, it'd be really good to see more of him and Alera, you know, playing together. That would be, you know, more interesting instead of just having substitution of having Antonio come off yeah. and Alera come on. So we'll see if that actually happens. In the we'll see. I think we have to get a few more wins and then yeah. we'll start. A few more wins and then they'll loosen the... Uh... Loosen the straps off a little bit and le- the leash, and then we can be a bit more attack minded. But uh, no, yeah, no, I totally agree. I'll tell you, Lena, man, I'm glad we finally done it. Yeah, me too. I'm glad we finally done it. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's been lovely chatting to you. Thank you so much for your time and being so accommodating. It's been lovely of chatting course. to you. And um, obviously, thank you to everyone for watching as well. If you've been watching on, on YouTube or you've been listening on apple podcasts and spotify and all that stuff whatever you do give it a share give it a like um and for me and lena take care everyone stay safe that's really important at the moment yes, come on you irons and we'll see you again very very soon take care everyone see you later bye-bye sports social podcast network 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.